Hey, are you into werewolves, mad scientists, and a little bit of witchcraft? Then stay tuned for an all-new episode of Watch Corner. We're riding this train straight into the sun. Woo! Tune in to a classic episode of Watts Corner on the Seltzer Kings Network. Available on all podcast platforms. The following podcast contains... Oh! Won't somebody please think of the children? Explicit language. Hello and welcome to the podcast that asks a simple question. When you thought you were in control of your own body... What the hell were you thinking? I'm your host, Dave Bledsoe, and this is a Friday, December 2nd, 2016, something for the ladies edition of the show, where I get to describe all the bad things about to happen to women. Stay tuned. The What the Hell Were You Thinking podcast is brought to you by Mansplain, explaining things you already know. Have you ever looked at a common household object you are fully capable of using and wish someone were there to explain it for you? Welcome to Mansplain. Our team of men will condescendingly break it down for you in a way that won't worry your pretty little head. Is there an idea or issue you completely comprehend, but need a man to spend 20 minutes refusing to let you get a word in edgewise over? Mansplainer will keep it so simple even a woman can understand. Sports, politics, religion, economics, video games, pop culture, any topic, any time, mansplain. All you need to do is download the app and press the dickhead icon. You see, how that works is your phone is like a little computer that you keep in your pocket. And I know that's pretty complicated, but computers are able to run programs on but on phones. We call them apps. Mansplained. Conservatives don't give a shit about you until you reach military age. <laughs> then they think you are just fine. Just what they've been looking for. Conservatives want live babies so they can raise them to be dead soldiers. <laughs> Pro-life. Pro-life. These people aren't pro-life, they're killing doctors. What kind of pro-life is that? What, they'll do anything they can to save a fetus, but if it grows up to be a doctor, they just might have to kill it? They're not pro-life. You know what they are? They're anti-woman. Simple as it gets. Anti-woman. They don't like them. They don't like women. They believe a woman's primary role is to function as a broodmare for the state. Pro-life. You don't see many of these white anti-abortion women volunteering to have any black fetuses transplanted into their uteruses, do you? No, you don't see them adopting a whole lot of crack babies, do you? No, that might be something Christ would do. Remember a few weeks ago when we were all talking about how cool it will be when we have our first woman president? Boy, those were some crazy times. Here we are just a few short weeks later, and now women are desperately scrambling to get IUDs before birth control is no longer available for all the slatterns and whores of God America. I mean, forget an abortion. A government-appointed clergyman will direct you to the new handmaiden dormitory just as soon as that program is fully funded by the Ryan Congress. Now, I've been assembling my list of people fucked by this election, and not just all the people at Trump's victory party who got it on behind a dumpster along Fifth Avenue while the rest of the city was weeping. Sex was amazing. And I was trying to prioritize how I want to discuss the situation. I mean, I personally will be fine. In fact, because of my status as a cisgendered heterosexual white male, my America will indeed be made quite great again. According to some supporters of the carcinogenic Cheeto, we white dudes should expect, and I want to quote this source tweet correctly, bitches be falling at our feet, which I admit might make it slightly difficult to walk, but otherwise pretty fucking sweet. 
And I don't want to turn this into a contest for the group of people most fucked over by America's great burning. It's Is it not possible that each of us, in our own unique way, will be equally afflicted by the coming of the great orange bowel movement? Except, of course, again, for us white dudes, whom, as I have said, things are going to be really fucking great. Right. So keep winning. What I want to do tonight is an even-handed examination of the potential repercussions of not just having a serial sex offender in the White House, but a political party that thinks that having a serial sex offender in the White House is okay in power, and that more or less regards you as a broodmare for the state. Uh, So I guess I'll need to refer to this. It's a pamphlet that was given to me by the Trump transition team titled Trump. Trust him with your body, or as I've come to call it, a Trump maid's tape. I think, first of all, we have to... Let's dispel with this fiction that... Roe versus Wade will be overturned. It's settled case law, and it has been for four decades. Your legal right to terminate a pregnancy will not be eliminated. What they will do is make it practically impossible for some women to get an abortion. If you happen to get pregnant in one of the Jesus states, you will, of course, be free to cross to the People's Republic of the United States to commit your mortal sin of infanticide. But in your home state, all the places that might perform such a service will be legally required to become churches where you can pray to the Lord God to grant you a miscarriage. Basically the same thing. Of course, if you are a white woman with access to your own funds, you will be able to find a licensed medical doctor in your state, even in Jesus land, to perform quietly this procedure with a minimum fuss for the right price, just as your rich grandmother and her rich mother did before. The way it should be. If, however, you are not white and wealthy, you may find procuring your federal right to control your body somewhat impeded. You will, if God wills it, be forced to carry your child to term, give birth, and then leave it in a box conveniently located outside a fire station or a library. Do not, under any circumstance, attempt to perform your own abortion, as you will be charged and convicted of murder, as is currently happening in the God-fearing state of Tennessee. It is vitally important that you understand this is not because the idea of a government telling you what to do with your body is at all hypocritical when compared to other conservative small government principles. It's really quite simple, actually. It's just that you are inherently less equal in the eyes of a conservative government than the man who blessed you with his divine seed. Under the new regime, which totally loves and respects women, it's so amazing, really, it's so beautiful, you will still be able to obtain your duly prescribed whore pills if the doctor you see does not have a religious conflict with your incessant fornication outside the bonds of holy matrimony, and you meet all the other eligibility requirements as detailed hereafter. If you are married and not cuckolding your good Christian husband, you will be able to attain contraceptives as long as you bring a notarized permission slip signed by your husband, his father, your father, and your brother. If you do not have a brother, your husband's brother will be allowed to sign in their place as noted on Form 7, Paragraph A, Subsection B, under the section titled Acceptable Alternatives right next to the portion where you will need your pastor to sign acknowledging your faith allows contraceptives in the first place. And it goes right up to the Vatican. Naturally, you will need to pay for your slut tabs out of your own pocket. With the impending repeal of Muslamo care, 
contraception will no longer be covered by your health insurance for those sufficiently wealthy to have health insurance. Also, please note Planned Parenthood will no longer be able to offer any services or advice other than Vice President Pence's new program, Wives Shall Submit Meekly, the plan where you will need to pray with a licensed faith therapist upon renouncing your sinful ways during your fertile periods. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Honestly, all your lady doctrine is sinful and will not be covered by any health insurance any longer. Why should good Christian men be forced to pay exorbitant fees for some rando to spend an hour looking inside your boobies and your hoo-hoo? I find all this excruciatingly personal and... and uh... The word you're looking for is disgusting. So disgusting. Oh, my God. I mean, for centuries, women didn't need all that special doctoring, and they got on fine if you don't count all that dying and childbirth that happened. And that, really, it's just God's will. So we suggest lots of prayer and keeping your knees together until your husband specifically instructs you to submit to your wifely duties. Speaking of wifely duties, one of the big goals of the incoming Fund Administration will be to get all you uppity feminists to shut the fuck up and... Because it's long trouble some Republicans this idea that women are human beings, and while we can't quickly reverse that absurd notion, we can do some things to better keep you in your place. I mean, this nonsense about equal pay for equal work? I can't afford that. In our new re-industrial economy, where manly men will do manly things in manly places like steel mills and coal mines, you girls will be consigned to answering phones in the office and filling out our time cards. There's no reason we should be paying you all that money to just sit and look pretty. As part of a sweeping package of economic reform, President Dinky Fingers will sign legislation into law, getting women into more traditional roles like, I don't know, underwear models or Fox News correspondents. The submissive ones, not the uppity bitches with blood coming from their the wherever. Uh, of course, they can only be those things if they're pretty enough. And if they're not, well, we've got domestic labor positions for the uggos. After all, someone has got to clean these toilets and wipe the kids' asses when we deport all the lazy immigrants. You think men are going to do that? For what we're paying? Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Childcare is such an important issue that Ivanka told us we're supposed to care about, so we're proud to announce that some of you will be getting help in the form of tax credits to assist you in paying an uggo to take care of your children. Now, some restrictions apply, of course. We aren't Democrats here. I should imagine not. No, if you're an upper middle class woman or better, woman with a husband gamefully employed in one of the pre-approved jobs, medical, financial, real estate, and of course professional golfer, you will receive a credit in your tax refund for the physically repugnant woman you've employed to ensure you are not forced to raise your own children. Naturally, this only applies to straight women in a heterosexual relationship. Lesbos and poofs need not apply. And the poor, frankly, will be too busy doing the work of raising the children of their employers to ever qualify for this tax credit, again, based on what you're paying them. This should not stop you as a poor woman from having children. Indeed, since we stripped the ability to obtain birth control or abortions from you, you will be having a lot of children. 
We merely assume that you will be leaving them with a family member too old or even, frankly, too ugly that they cannot obtain legitimate employment with one of the beautiful rich who will qualify for this tax credit. In any case, we do not consider this our problem. Ivanka was pretty clear on that. Now, because it's been in the news and because you are treasured members of of our society, we want you to know you girls will no longer need to worry about sexual harassment in the workplace or any place else. The Groper-in-Chief is going to put forth a sweeping agenda of domestic policies, including executive orders, that will remove any reference to harassment from the public discussion. Just doesn't seem right. What doesn't seem right? Once in place, no woman will have any grounds to bring up any behaviors that make them feel uncomfortable, ill at ease, threatened, or infringed. It will simply be as if it never happened. We consider this to be a win-win situation, a simple way of handling the situation without causing undue stress and burden on the parties involved by ensuring the issue is kept between the persons under full force of law and a labyrinth of paperwork, non-disclosure agreements, and Byzantine reporting systems all behind a Chinese wall that shields everyone involved. But how does that even... No need to worry your little brain over it, sweetheart. Why don't you go take a nice hot bath, have a glass of wine, and later I will come in and rub your feet. You like that, don't you? It's so important to understand that men are doing things to help women. And we need to make sure that men are free to concentrate on making all women safe and secure. All of this talk about harassment is not making America great again, and it's particularly distracting to the commander-in-chief, who's concerned that certain loose talk about wandering fingers is a distraction from his very important business of running the nation and wants you to trust him and all of us because we're men. Additionally, President Twitteregg is deeply committed to improving the culture of online harassment, as he will in the workplace. Deputy White House Communications Director and Twitter czar Mio Yiannopoulos, once the government forces Twitter to reinstate his account, will make Twitter great again for everyone who's ever experienced unfair treatment in the cyber. You cannot be serious. Milo's only joking initiative will handle complaints of doxing, hacking, and of course the ever-popular rape threat with the kind of sensitivity he's known for. The Twitter czar will, with the full force of government, ensure that any innocent comment made in the cyber will be properly handled and explain to you all, you nervous Nellies out there, that just because a man on the internet says he is coming to your house to rape you, sends you photos of your house, calls your cell phone to explain how he's going to rape you, and shares this with all of his friends and urges them to rape you, that he's only joking and you are perfectly safe. The best thing for you to do is keep quiet and forget about the whole thing. Now, speaking of rape, which is a very serious subject, we are indeed committed to making America safe again for the weaker sex. There are bad men around town. The overwhelming majority of them Mexican doing bad things to women. President Arian is committed to the purity of white women and will vigorously persecute any mud person who contaminates our precious bloodline. I don't like where this thing is going. 
Senior strategist and Ober Gruppenführer Bannon will recruit a special purity task force from the comment section of Breitbart who will control known areas of race mixing and forcibly prevent miscegenation by any means necessary. White women will be able to walk the streets without fear in this great white, I mean great nation. In the highly highly unlikely event you're accosted by someone other than a minority our pick for the justice department special crime unit judge aaron persky why does that name sound familiar will ensure any crime of a sexual nature is properly dealt with in addition to the judicial acumen of judge persky the admission will appoint a special spokesman to speak on issues of sexual violence someone with first-hand knowledge and abiding connections with the youth culture we want to target and they're going to interdict the kind of behavior before it gets started, Brock Turner. You gotta be shitting me. <laughs> because Brock, who is an incredibly great swimmer with a great career in front of him, and we are sending him to the Olympics under President Trump as captain of the swim team, knows that non-minority sexual assaults are simply cases of mixed signals, and Judge Persky and Brock will help together. Women understand that when men here know what we really understand you mean is yes, but I don't want you to think I'm a slut. Together, we can get past all this confusion and complication and finally bond on the simple idea that no is not something we should ever have to hear. We will finally reach the long-held liberal goal of a culture of consent because consent is always given. Admittedly, we're having some problems reconciling this with Vice President Pence, but we remain confident that these mutually exclusive ideas are the answer to the problem of, quote, rape culture, unquote, in America. The cornerstone of the administration's plan to make women great again is, of course, our Vote Right initiative. We heard that many college-educated women supported Crooked Hillary in the election and are concerned what this means for the future and the future of women in America. First Lady Melania wants you to know that she understands and that Donald has a plan for you. No longer will you be burdened with the awful fear that your votes are meaningless, the nagging doubts that your voices aren't heard. According to our research, women without a college education voted in a large number for our orange leader. Therefore, we will simply pass a series of laws making it incredibly difficult for women to get a college education. We cannot, of course, legally prohibit you from going to college. We can, however, make it really fucking hard. Think of it as pro-life for your brain. In just a generation or two, women will no longer fear the stupidity of men because they will be stupid too. If Vote Right goes well for women, we plan on expanding it to everyone in America, ensuring no American suffers the horror of seeing their vote shit down the drain thanks to an 18th century holdover meant to placate slave owners. We will all happily vote the way we're told by reality television and Facebook. Oh, once we're done making America great for ladies, you girls will live in a paradise where you only need wish it and it will be true, so long as your wishes do not conflict with any male ever. Free from the need to make decisions about your body, you will dwell in the bliss of motherhood, Unless, of course, you're an uggo, then you'll dwell in the bliss of someone else's motherhood. Safe from harassment, sexual assault, and, of course, thought, you will win so much that you'll be tired of winning. All you need to do is be a good girl and go get Dave a fresh drink. And then come back and rub my feet. You like to rub my feet, right? Oh, that's right. <laughs>
That's my girl. <laughs> I feel so dirty. So very dirty for what I just said. I know I've been a touch jocular dealing with some very important issues and that some people might find them offensive. I didn't care much for his jokes. If I've offended you, I apologize. I'm sure God will forgive me if I ask her. But some of this is important shit, and what is not a joke is that my jokes are based on reality. The abortion bits are actually fairly close to what Vice President Pence, or is what he will actually be known as President for doing political shit Pence, has in mind for the women of America. That's so... Many women voted against their own self-interest is both shocking and saddening. Think about that woman from the campaign in her homemade t-shirt reading that Trump could grab her pussy and ask yourself, why does she hate herself and every other woman so much? My friend who counsels me on all things women-related because she is in fact a woman inside a gay man's body trapped inside a woman's body. I checked Facebook to see if there was a gender identification for that, and it just actually listed her name. But she tells me that a lot of women hate themselves and other women. I find myself struggling to understand this. I mean, I, I get part of it because I hate basically all men because they're fucking pricks. But I can't wrap my mind around the women's side of things. In the coming months and years, we're going to need to fight harder than we fought in decades to preserve reproductive freedom and all the other advancements women have made since the late 1960s. In some ways, we're going to need to fight harder than first-wave feminists since they could point to actual real-life madmen times they were living in and provide irrefutable proof of how bad things were. Today, we live in a world where women are immersed in the workforce, or the majority of college graduates, and the electorate. They wield tremendous economic influence and drive popular cultures in ways their grandmothers could only dream of. At the same time, women experience profound misogyny and discrimination that works in shadowed and subtle ways. Because they've succeeded in some areas, the illusion is they are free from oppression, and a certain kind of man uses this as camouflage for his hate. You don't need to go much further than, I don't know, anywhere on the internet to see this if you're just willing to look. And I suspect the kind of woman who voted for a serial sex offender is the kind of woman who's been told her entire life that dikey liberals, feminists, spit on her decision to marry, raise children, and concentrate on her family over, the, over her career or the social political advancement of women. And maybe, as with most things in life, there's a germ of truth that was allowed to flourish in the dark corners in the American heartland. The challenge will be to reach these women but more importantly, to reach their daughters who will come of age in a time where the rights of women are under assault and bring them into the fight for their own futures. You may never manage to reach the woman in a t-shirt exhorting the tiny orange fingers of the commander-in-chief to grasp her by her willing hoo-hoo, but her daughter... We can, we must break through the wall of ignorance and fear that dominates white women outside of the liberal elitist enclaves. Otherwise, the time may come when they don the red and take their place as breeding ovens for a generation of men. Their red may be metaphorical, the walls of their imprisonment only in their mind, but I assure you, the slavery will be quite real.
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That's it for this week's show. I've been rolling these ideas in my mind for a couple of weeks, trying to come into grips with a good way of talking about them. And then I started rereading A Handmaid's Tale. You can tell, right? If you've not read this book or have no not read it since a long time, I urge you to go back and read it again. What was written as an allegory is now painfully prescient. If you're also looking for something that's a painful allegory, you could rate and review this show on iTunes so that other people will find it and experience the sort of awkward discomfort that you just did. It's fun, right? All of my pithy wisdoms may be found on the Twitter machine at the hell underscore podcast and the show name on Facebook, but that's just basically the Twitter feed cross-posted for people who can't stand Twitter and my relatives who read it and get really angry. All the shows are the show name on SoundCloud and, of course, www.whatthehellpodcast.com. Our listener line is 347-687-9601, where you can call and leave me an angry message for the sexist bullshit I said or the blasphemy against the Lord God that I've committed, whichever you found more offensive. Death threats should always be sent to what the to the hell podcast at gmail.com because, for me, Dave Bledsoe, producer, hand lad Gavin, though he doesn't bear me children, most justly keeps me in whiskey and uh, occasionally rubs my feet. That's disturbing, really. And all the other fictional people on this show, we want to say, you're lucky to even know me. You're lucky to be listening for free, because I'm a sucker for your pretty, pretty eyes. We'll see you all next week.